Hey there, Filled With Messages friends. Thanks for joining me today. Last weekend, I was driving sort of through a park area, and I saw someone who had hung a hammock in the shade of two trees and was swinging away the perfect summer afternoon. I was so jealous. I wanted to pull over the car and ask for a turn. It looked like heaven. Perhaps part of the reason I was so drawn to the hammock is because I'm tired, weary, worn out. And I know many of you are as well. As much as we might be itching to get out after months of being indoors due to the cold and this virus, the last six months have been exhausting and weighty. We have experienced so much anxiety and pain. It makes complete sense that we're exhausted. Now, perhaps more than ever, we need not to take a vacation because those often leave us needing a vacation from our vacation, but we need to take time to rest. Jesus encouraged us both through his words and in his actions to rest. Rest, the way Jesus prescribes it, might include an afternoon snooze in a hammock. It might include margaritas in the yard with friends it might include some quiet time alone with God. But more so when Jesus models rest, it points us to a way of life that will not take away all of our problems, but will lighten them and help us find peace, wholeness, and well-being. Hear these words from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, come. Come and speak to us now. Speak to us about the ways in which Jesus is inviting us to come and rest in him. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, may they be acceptable in your eyes, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 is one of the most familiar passages of scripture in the New Testament. I suspect many of us might be able to quote it from memory. Perhaps it's even one of Jesus's teachings you love most. Don't worry, I have no intention of ruining any of that for you. Rather, fleshing out the meaning of Jesus' words will hopefully help us love this passage even more. Jesus starts by inviting us to come to him. There's no requirement or command involved in this invitation. While in other places in the Gospels, Jesus is quite insistent about what he wants us to do, here he is gentle and humble, loving and gracious. We don't have to come to Jesus We are simply welcomed into his arms. Come, all you who are weary and burdened. That's pretty much every one of us. Even if we're having a good day, even if we're able to delight in the little things, even if we can rejoice in the Lord always, everyone who breathes has some pain, some heartbreak, some worry, some grief, some battle we are fighting. 
In particular, right now, we are all so wearied and burdened from this pandemic, from the turmoil in our country, from the uncertainty of the future. All of us, no matter who we are or where we are on our life's journey, no matter what burdens or weariness we bear, are encouraged by Jesus to come to him with all of our baggage. We don't have to put on false cheer and a pasted-on smile to come to Jesus. He invites us to come as we are. I will give you rest. If it's safe for you to do so, would you close your eyes for a moment and think about what it would feel like to receive Jesus' rest? Perhaps you'd be able to not worry about the future. Maybe you'd be able to turn off the narrator in your brain who is always analyzing everything. Perhaps you'd be able to sit still and just be instead of needing to constantly move. Maybe all those knots in your shoulders would loosen. Dream for a moment about what Jesus's rest would mean for you. Put on my yoke and learn from me. A yoke, of course, is a piece of farm equipment designed to guide and lead animals, often oxen. But rabbis in Jesus's day sometimes use the yoke as a metaphor for obedience to the Torah, that being the biblical books of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. To obey the Torah or law, one had to learn it. So perhaps Jesus is repeating himself for emphasis here. If we want to find rest, we need to study him and learn from him. I don't know about you, but studying and learning doesn't sound very restful to me when I'm worn out. I love to learn new things, but when I'm exhausted, in desperate need of rest, I rarely want to pull out a theological tome or even a YouTube tutorial. Interestingly, the word learn in the original Greek doesn't just refer to a cognitive exercise. It isn't simply going to Sunday school and memorizing the Ten Commandments, although those might be good ways of learning from Jesus. Rather, this word means embracing a way of life. When Jesus invites us to put on his yoke and learn from him, he's inviting us not just to a brainy exercise, but a whole new way of being, one that he modeled for us. Jesus' way of life was grounded in good, healthy relationships. His relationship with God, others, and himself models a way of life which will lead us and those with whom we are in relationship to places of rest and peace and wholeness. The core of Jesus' life was his relationship with God. It was intimate, honest, full of reciprocal love, intentional. Jesus didn't view God as distant, aloof, omnipotent being whom he needed to keep happy. Rather, Jesus called God Daddy. Jesus shared honestly with God, not just his hopes and dreams, but also his fears and disappointments. Jesus was intentional about building a solid, deep relationship with God, And through that, Jesus came to rest in the knowledge that he was God's beloved child. 
working on building a deeper intimacy with God, bringing all of ourselves to God, being brutally honest with God enables us to come to rest more and more in the knowledge that we too are God's beloved child and that God loves us deeply and fully just as we are right now. The way Jesus related to others was also foundational to the way of life he modeled. He took time to really see people, to look them in the eyes, to get to know not just their public face, but also who they were when no one else was around. Jesus invested in people by teaching them, healing them, loving them, calling them to new vocations. Jesus fought for justice for people. He was committed to helping each one he encountered find healing and wholeness. Perhaps most importantly, Jesus did everything he could, including giving up his own life, so that everyone could know how much God loves them. Through ensuring that his relationships with people were grounded in love and compassion and wanting the best for people, Jesus found rest for himself and for others. Sometimes our relationships get unbalanced. We judge, correct, ignore, don't keep healthy boundaries. Unhealthy relationships burden us and make us so very weary. Jesus' way of life, one that looks with compassion to the heart of people, helps us and all others in our lives find rest. Perhaps Jesus' relationship with himself isn't one about which we think much, but it also offers us such a helpful example of how we find rest in Christ. Jesus makes himself a top priority. Certainly, God and other people were very important to Jesus, but he also had good boundaries about his own need for time and space and self-care. Jesus listened to his body. For example, when he was exhausted, he went to sleep, even if that was in a boat in the middle of a storm. Jesus also knew the value of solitude and time alone to get his whole self back together. In valuing himself, in knowing his own limitations, in putting his own oxygen mask on before he helped others with theirs, Jesus ensured he had time to unburden himself and rest. Doing the same will help us to experience Christ's rest and peace and freedom from the weightiness of life's troubles. Sometimes we gloss over the bits of this passage where Jesus said his yoke is easy and his burden is light, but I think they're really important. In offering us rest, Jesus wasn't offering a magic wand to take away all our problems, nor did Jesus make any claims that it would be easy to follow his way of life. He said his yoke is, often English translations say easy, but the original word has more finesse. Christ's yoke is good or kind. Life is not easy. For Jesus to have said taking on his yoke was easy would have been a fairy tale. Jesus is honest. Coming to him and embracing his way of life is good and kind, but it is not guaranteed to be easy. 
Jesus also noted that his burden is light. Again, he didn't make any empty promises that taking on his way of life would lead to a place where there weren't any burdens. That's just not realistic. And Jesus was very grounded in reality. Trying to have healthy relationships with God, others, even ourselves, can be very hard. Until Christ comes again, still will still sin will still affect this world, and therefore there will be burdens to bear. But when we walk in Jesus' way, it helps us navigate those relationships and hardships with wisdom, grace, and hope. Which relationships are making you the most weary and burdened right now? Your relationship with God? Your relationship with others, partner, children, parent, sibling, extended family member, friend, coworker, neighbor? Your relationship with yourself? Sometimes it's hard to ask these questions because they're painful. And most of us prefer to ignore, not think about our pain. Again, if it's safe for you, will you close your eyes for a moment? Take a deep breath in through your nose and slowly out through your mouth. Keep breathing deeply. As you breathe deeply, what relationships come to mind? Are those perhaps the ones which are most burdensome and wearying? I hope you will come to Jesus with whatever is making you weary and burdened. Take some time to prayerfully ask how he might handle the situation. Listen to his still, soft voice inviting you to walk in his way of life. And may doing so help you to find at least a moment and maybe even a lifetime of rest. Oh, and one more thing. Spend an afternoon in a hammock or whatever sounds like good, clean, healthy rest to you. And I'll bet if you're looking, Jesus will show up while you're swinging away the afternoon. My dear friends, thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. My prayer for you is that you would find time to rest in Jesus. As you go about your day, may he bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you his peace. Amen. See you next time, friends.